When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Ryan LaPlante, and I'm one of the crazy founders of Dumb Dumbs and Dice, the production company that's made the video you're watching or the podcast you're listening to right now. Now, we're clearly busy. We're producing five weekly podcasts, Dumb Dumbs and Dragons, Blood and Syrup, The Mythos Mysteries, Warhammer 40,000, The Valentine Heresy, and Curse Code and Crown, as well as three event podcasts with miniseries releases scheduled at random intervals. Dumb Scum and Villainy, One Shots, and the bad movie review show, Garbage Town the Movie Podcast. But we want to take this time to invite you to become a part of our company and a part of our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. You can get access to our Discord, access to exclusive DM and character chats. You can get the chance to name characters in our shows. You can even become a recurring NPC and hear yourself interacting with our characters each week through the voice of Tom. You can become a patron for as little as $1, and there's great value for you at even that level. So please, join the Dum Dums and Dice family and help us make even more content Content in a way that you are guaranteed to love. That's patreon.com slash dumdumdice. D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. So let's do something dumb together, and thanks for being part of our stories. I am Executron, god of merchandising, and I came into existence because Dum Dums and Dice has its own merchandise. That's a god pod, get it? Dice? Merchandise? Anyways, you can get t-shirts, hoodies, spiral notebooks, clocks, wall art, throw pillows, bags, and even stickers emblazoned with your favorite Dum Dums and Dice characters and their catchphrases. Go to redbubble.com slash people slash Dum Dum Dice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. One more time for the mortals in the back, redbubble.com slash people slash Dum Dum Dice. Get your merch Dice today. Oh, welcome to One Shots, a Dum Dums and Dice podcast where professional voiceover actors and improvisers tackle one shot stories created in a variety of hit RPGs. I'm your host, DJ One Shot, and I'm here to welcome you to Echoes of Chaos, a one shot TTRPG created by our very own GM, Tom McGee. This playtest arc features the game's creator, Tom, as GM, along with players Ryan LaPlante, Tyler Hewitt, and Laura Elizabeth, and special guest Kat Letwin. What happens when the dum-dums loot the past and risk destroying the future? Nobody knows, because it's one-shots! <laughs> Echoes of Chaos Edition. So welcome back, everyone. Um, you are in the time egg. Um, it is moist in here now because of how much showering <laughs> was going on. Um, so everything just has like a fine because I mean it's an emergency shower. It's not meant to like run it at maximum steaminess uh, for as long as it did. Um, our dear friend Bort is is a little bit bummed out um, because his his arc has has been disrupted by uh, not not having um, uh, scooter along for for all of them. Um, at which point the, um, 
uh, the screen comes on again, uh, and it is yet again Kim Bradbury, um, who just says, Wow, what a fun time that was. I've never seen the pyramids in person like that before. That must have been quite something. Well, hope you enjoy the next leg of your tour. Remember, stay safe and don't fuck up time. Um, and she disappears, and you get a rundown on uh, Rome. So um, you will be arriving um, on a day of a major uh, gladiatorial game. Um, there is a lot of excitement in the city around the Colosseum. Um, it is uh, during the uh, the rule of Emperor Commodus, who you might know from the film Gladiator, uh, who historically was even kookier than the film version. Um, he would get in the arena frequently and pretend he was Hercules and just like beat people with blunt swords and be like, ah, he'd give them a blunt sword, he'd have a real sword and he'd fight them and win. And he'd be like, ha ha, master of the arena. And everyone's like, very good. So, so yeah, he would um, also do that with like crossbow, like people with bows around the edge to shoot his opponents and they'd be tortured to death if they hurt him. It was weird. Yeah, it was bananas. And he, he, wow. he started trying to rebuild the Pantheon. Uh, sorry, I, know a lot about this dude he tried to rebuild the pantheon around him he tried to rename all the months all of his names and he had to add extra names in order to justify the month cycle uh he started just dressing like hercules all the time so he had like a lion skin and a club um good dude good dude he was Definitely. a cosplayer with power yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly strangled by a gladiator named narcissus in a bath yep uh good times good times all the way down nice um so and it's then beyonce uh christina on oh a no, britney spears and pink were in the arena and then pepsi was introduced like yeah oh my friend well done well <laughs> done also pepsi has become a runner in a lot of our shows uh, out of nowhere don't know why but you know well we're i guess we're just that generation them. right <laughs> um uh, so <laughs> um the uh, it's the day of the games. Uh, you'll arrive to a busy marketplace. So the tour, as planned, um, you'll get to see uh, what a bustling Roman market looks like. Um, you will be able to attend the games. Uh, we'll visit the the gladiator kind of training, um, uh, sort of the the training pit, uh, and then uh, you'll get to observe the games uh, before continuing on to the next leg of your tour. Uh, your tour guide uh, is um, a a human thumb of a woman named Crindy Sampson. Crindy, um, and uh, the sort of a, a picture comes up of her, um, just one of those people who is is like, just incredibly blocky, um, like an N sixty four character, um, kind of like a Brock Lesnar type, um, just like all muscle, kind of squat with kind of a square head, uh, and she's got her arms crossed and is is looking like vaguely cranky, uh, and the quote underneath her says, "We are going to have a good and safe time." Are we related, Tom? Does she look like me? Uh oh, damn. Um Is this my cousin? I think this is your cousin. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even draw that that parallel, dude. That's fantastic. Yeah, uh, it's your cousin Crindy. So, Flicker, I'm assuming because my cousin introduced us that she's cool with me doing the whole gladiator thing and knows about the show. Of course she is. <laughs> nice. Of course she is. All right. That, that's why we set it up this way. <laughs> so, Bort, um, you will have the spotlight uh, for this adventure, uh, given that it is your, uh, your desire uh, to fight in a gladiator game. Um, the obstacle, 
Crindy, your cousin, uh, is on site. Uh, also, secondary obstacle, uh, Flicka has never met Crindy, and this could potentially wedge a, <laughs> cause a wedge in the group. Um, <laughs> That's uh those are those are the big ones I've observed. Um again your your three uh your three main tour sites are uh the marketplace, the gladiator pits, and then um the audience stands of the Coliseum. What would you like to do? Okay, so here's what I'm thinking. Uh obviously because it's my cousin, I'm not going to seduce the tour guide. That would be weird. So we're gonna change it up and I'm gonna focus. So I'm thinking if you guys could do something to distract the playing clothes in the marketplace, then when we get to the training thing, I don't know, I'll kick some guy and take his outfit, and then I'll just get brought to the arena as a gladiator, and you can all cheer me on and shoot like emotional footage of crowd response. I should also point out uh, there may not be playing clothes. That was a specific condition I rolled for Scooter. Well, I assume that but there are playing clothes sense everywhere because yes. yeah. I'm dumb. So I'm just telling you as players. I'm not telling oh, yeah. uh, uh, Bort. Bort can believe what he wants to. And then, you know, Crindy will totally help us so things won't get complicated at all. Are you going to be all right down there in the uh, Coliseum, little guy? Oh, yeah. I literally can't fail. I played laser ball. There were lasers and balls. This is just, I don't know, tridents and swords and death. Whatever. People die in laser ball all the time. That is true. And honestly, when people die, it makes for great television. Yeah, that's why we're going to make a, it really sad when my opponent dies, when I kill them in the arena and make all of Rome love me. That's right, Bort. That is exactly, exactly right. Okay, so it sounds like we've got uh, Bort is going to uh, attempt his his objective alone by booting uh, booting people. Um, Flicka, only perhaps you of the three know that there is no Crindy connection, so Crindy will be a problem. Uh, however, uh, you also need to capture the footage. So it would make sense to not go with him so you can make sure that you're getting the proper angles. Uh, Johnny Hallelujah and Laura Armstrong, um, where are you guys at so far? Well, I'm, I'm looking at this market and I'm seeing a lot of potential for some like Assassin's Creed style parkour. It's got to do a full Aladdin run through the market. Um, a hundred percent. That's the okay. only way I can do it. Oh, All right. then Johnny, do you want to go as my manager with your auto translator? I was going to have a shower with your cousin, but I guess that works too. Yeah. I'll, <laughs> I'll come along. Okay. Amazing. So we've got Johnny Hallelujah as the manager. So he and Bort are going for objective. Uh, Laura Armstrong, yet again, distracting, not by intention, but just by <laughs> desire to run through a market. Yes. Um, and um, Flicka, you're on kind of capture everything that's going on and manage Crindy duty. Does that sound about right? That sounds exactly right. Uh, amazing. So the time egg shudders. Uh, it hits the ground. Uh, there is a hiss. Uh, you're all very happy uh, to have this kind of moist pod uh, open up. Uh, and you are immediately hit. Yeah, my the... hair is not right. Like... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're immediately hit with like just the stench of, of these streets. Um, and um, uh, a, a, a figure emerges through the mist. Um, and uh, you see uh, Crindy, uh, who is also just wearing the Best Buy outfit. Um, the main difference here being she has a stun gun on her hip and a shotgun across her back. Uh, so the condition I rolled for her Why? is armed. 
Um, and uh, she um, just kind of raises a hand in greeting and says, Hello, my name is Crindy Sampson, and I would like to be the first to welcome you to glorious ancient new Arizona. <laughs> it's so good to see you, cuz. Uh, oh, he's gonna, hey, Bort. Good to yeah, see Bort you. Run out and give her a hug. Cause he's like, I, but like, one of those weird, like, high-five hugs where you, like, grip the hand in between. and there's Oh, good, weird yeah, yeah, good, because uh, she she just goes, like, full plank as you do that and says, I am not entirely comfortable with physical affection in, in public spaces, but yes, good, hands, yes, good, hmm, Samson's. Yeah, it's, it's a warrior's grip, you know, laser-balled a shotgun person. Yes, indeed. I apologize, I didn't know you were going to be on this tour, else I would have put on something a bit nicer. And she kind of, like, looks down at the apron disappointedly. She says, how, how is your mom? Oh, you know, still dead. Ha ha ha, classic Samson gag. Well, excellent. Uh, welcome to uh, ancient new Arizona. I'm, uh, it's nice to see a friendly face. Um, and uh, the rest of you, my name is Crindy Samson, and I am your tour guide. I care about exactly two things in this world. Rules and the not breaking of rules. If any of you attempt in any way to harm this classical period of history, I will be forced to take extreme action. We have seen a variety of people attempt to become emperor here. It is not fun. It does not provide a new groove. It will not be accepted. <laughs> Otherwise, we're in for a fun day. It's going to be very fun. Fun with rules. Well, fun with rules is what we are all about. Crindy, I am I am so curious to hear about these other people who have attempted to become emperor. I mean, how dare they? What did they even try to do? They broke the rules and tried to kill the emperor. But I am glad you are as offended about this as I am. It is nice to know that this is not a troublemaking tour. I have family and someone who clearly respects rules. This is this is good. Uh Lar Armstrong, man, that market. That sweet, sweet New Arizona market looks yeah. real good. Uh, I ask you yet again, how good is your impulse control? Not good. <laughs> so do you just I book think, it? Like, yeah, I think, um, where are the cameras right now? Um, still in their pockets, I think. Uh, unless, <sighs> would, you be filming the, would you be filming the exit from the pod? You might be. Uh, well, I they're mean... micro drones, right? So they're not visible, theoretically. I kind of imagine they're they're kind of like uh, little little buzzing guys. So like they they're small, um, but they they're I don't know probably like discreet. Yeah, not... like beetle sized. You know, like they mm. they're visible but um, not obtrusive. They're small, good beetle borgs. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yep. Um, Borts would be flying around him, videotaping the whole time. But I don't know okay. if that's not allowed on the I tour. Mean, if it looks like a bug and it's small, it could just be capturing the tour. I, I also Can think, I... given what's going on, it's not like it's a dead silent room. Like, there's a marketplace. There's all the, like, like powering down noises. So I, I think it goes unnoticed. Laura, what were you going to say? I, I'm just wondering, like, I feel like it would make sense for me to have kind of like a GoPro kind of style thing. Sure. Yeah, I like that. On my chest or something. Uh, yeah, I'll grant you that. We'll say that okay. just kind of fits in the conceit of the... So uh, the thing I will the caveat I'll give you though is it is because they they paid big price. Uh, I'll give it to you if you take a disruption because they paid big prices to have it. Obviously, great. Um, I still take a disruption. Yeah, so take a disruption. And the caveat I'm going to give you is um, 
The only difference with yours is you need to upload the footage later. You can't, it's not okay. live streaming, um, yep. which I think actually gives you a reason to try and survive more because if you die, the footage dies with you. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. cool. So I think <laughs> what I do is like, they're, ta <laughs> they're talking and I kind of just like really casually like back away <laughs> until I'm like basically out of arm's reach. And I kind of like basically flip my GoPro like up to my face so they can see me and I just yell, or not yell, sorry. The opposite of yell. I, I quiet yell. Just go, parkour. And then I just take <laughs> off running. Okay, so normally I make your role for this, but I think Quindy is enough off her game by by realizing Bort is here that it's as they're doing the awkward hug and like she's she's talking to um, Flicka, you you see your opportunity and and bolt. Um okay. and you you begin to parkour through the market. Um as soon as as soon as you take off, um, there there are uh, shouts uh, from the uh, the Phoenicians uh, uh, in the market, um, and uh, the Crindy turns and just says, "Oh shit, stick! We got a runner!" Um, and uh, she reaches. That's for just, her I yell. I kind of can I hear that? Can so, I hear her say that? And I just yell back, "Parkour!" <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Crindy's reaching for a stun gun and um, going after uh, uh, Laura Armstrong. Uh, she just says over her shoulder, uh, Bort, there's one of these on every tour. I trust that you will stay in the allotted zone until I return. Of course, I'm going to do exactly what we agreed upon. You, me, and Flicka. Great. Rules. Uh, and then she takes off into the market uh, at the pace of, like... Um, who am I thinking of? I, it's always like Final Fantasy characters, and I'm like, this is a too specific a reference. But it's like Barrett trying to run, or it's just kind of like that's uh, not her, that's not too specific at all. I know right. exactly. Back out, arms in the air, just kind of like angry. That's uh, not too uh, specific for Cat, but yeah, that means it's not too specific at all. So, <laughs> My experience um, is universal. Yeah, yeah. So uh, she takes off into the market, um, trying to chase Laura Armstrong. Um, so Johnny and Bort, you're now free to make your way to the arena. Um, so I think we'll say you head off there. Uh, my question, I think, for you, Flicka, is do you try and help Laura Armstrong or do you go to the arena to film what's going to happen? Oh, I go to the arena. I think I think uh, Laura Armstrong, like, considering their parkour skills um, and considering the square nature of Crindy. Mm -hmm. I mean, I can. I think I can see where, um, like, who will prevail. <laughs> I mean, I just hope, like, I uh, that like Crindy's weapons don't reach Laura Armstrong because they seem pretty powerful. But Laura Armstrong, like, pretty dexterous. So I'm like, yeah, that's a gamble I'm willing to take. Yeah, I want to see where the action is really going. Okay, fantastic. Um, so uh, we cut to um, Bort Sampson and uh, Johnny Hallelujah approaching uh, the Coliseum. <laughs> I'm on um, your back. You've run us here very quickly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I have I'm, advantage I'm to like speed Yoda on, on Luke Skywalker's back. <laughs> uh, great. Uh, Johnny Hallelujah, take a disruption point um, just for drawing a tremendous amount of attention for riding someone's back at light speed. Piggybacks didn't exist in that era. Yeah, uh, the problem uh, they're is, invented by Napoleon. He the problem like, is people I want to like see. people like look right, but then I see them looking I'm like what, and that's what really gets people like who is this guy? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> who is this speedy double man? By. That's yeah. right. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, ever since uh, the uh, the Egyptian Phoenician uh, Union, um, they, you know, people have been very polite in marketplaces. There hasn't been a massive conflict in years. Uh, such rudeness is 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 not the uh, Egyptian way. Um, Egyptian. So but, uh, that that was always like that, right? <laughs> Totally, of course. That's fine. Yep, ancient Phoenix. Um, So (laughs) what I think happens when we get to the school, Tom, just to like handle some quick deets in a way. But but, uh, in in ancient Rome, there actually used to be a lot of like graffiti about gladiators. And they would literally, like one of the things they had to cut from the movie Gladiator because no one would believe it was gladiators did product placement. Like you'd literally see like a painting of a famous gladiator being like, I buy these boots because gladiator. And people would be like, oh, fuck, I got to get those boots. Uh, I am entertained. Yeah, on the way to the Coliseum, um, Bort is keeping an eye out and he's just seeing the ads because for anyone else, this would seem ridiculous. But to Bort, he's like, yeah, of course, sports. Um, And he (laughs) eventually sees uh, what is known as a Ratiarius, which are um, they they had like the net and the trident and basically had like one armored arm. But otherwise, they were almost nude loin like the Aquaman tattoo. Yeah, and they would always fight like a heavily armored slow guy with like a big shield and a sword and like a big suit. And he's like, I want to do the stripper one. <laughs> Get me the stripper one, <laughs> he says to Johnny. Uh, so his goal is to find a way to replace, like either knock the guy out, kick the guy, whatever he's got to do, uh, and then dress up and be that hero in like the big match. Okay, so I think we'll say then, Johnny, um, your sub-objective is going to be finding the trident and rope, like basically find the gear and... Um, Bort, your objective is going to be uh, replacing the gladiator. Cool. Um, so given that those are kind of what we're... And again, in trying to reduce dice rolls to just like the most exciting possible moments, rather than rolling to see if you get into the arena, I think we can safely say there's enough people coming and going that you're able to make your way in. Um, and uh, Ryan, Bort starts like looking around and you can see there's clearly a spot where like all the gladiators are, are, are training, getting like hyped up. And you would recognize this as the equivalent of like a locker room in laser ball. Mm-hmm. Um, but without the anti-grav boots that everyone wore so that their hair would look extra cool. Because the past. What? Um, and Johnny, um, I think you're probably... Where Where would Johnny go to look for uh, this gear? Johnny's an idiot, so he'd go to the docks because he thinks it's just fishing stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, man, that's great. Um, okay, all right. So, uh, Tyler, uh, I'm... Gonna say, go ahead and roll just a light die. Uh, it's gonna be so ineffectual against a human. <laughs> yep. Now a mermaid, you fuck that mermaid up. Yeah, that's a five. Five. Uh, okay, great. So you do you do find these things. Unfortunately, um, tridents weren't just things that were at the docks. Um, so instead, all you get is a harpoon. But you do get a net. So you've got a harpoon and a, a net. Harpoon and a net. Okay. Um, which you were able to bring back. Um, Bort, uh, you enter the uh, the gladiator. Uh, Actually, sorry, before we move off of that, uh, Tyler, describe how you get these these two items. Uh, <laughs> I think he just takes them. I think he's just walking around and everybody's working and doing this stuff. He's like, just picks up a net and like looks around until like no one's really noticing. And then he just runs. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Um, <clears throat> okay, so Bort, uh, you make your way into the, the training area of the gladiators. Uh, how do you think you would take out your gladiator? Um, I think he would he would look around and like try to ID the guy. And I imagine this guy might be like blonde and kind of similar to him in physical build. 
Uh, and then he would just wait for that guy to take a dump. And then he would, if he could, <laughs> go into the bathroom where that guy is and just give him a good old kick. And I feel like a kick from robot legs is like a dirty moving laser ball. So it'll just take that guy out. Yeah, I, I would be inclined to agree. <laughs> oh, but uh, like, weren't there like bathrooms like like rows of latrines? Like, would he just like go into the shit pile? <laughs> Quite possibly, yes. I mean, I don't think Bort is like, I, I don't think he was a hero of laser ball. Like, I think yeah. he was... The heel? Bort was to laser ball because I mean I've compared him to what is it Logan Paul? Yeah. Uh, I Bort was to laser ball what like Vinnie Jones was to soccer, just like a ton <laughs> what of Brad dirty Marchand currently is to hockey, just a real piece of shit that we all hate. Yeah. So he'll just uh. kick him into a shit pile uh, and just leave him there. <laughs> okay. So uh, go ahead and roll for that, bud. Uh, you get a light die uh, for your um, skills at laser ball uh, right. for being an athlete. Um, you're going to get a dark dive for using your cybernetics. Yep. Um, trying to see if you would have anything else. I think those are probably... Oh, uh, can I use my rope to tie him up after I kick him? So this would combine my three things. Uh, yeah, sure. I think uh, in the lead up to the kick, you just throw a fistful of rope at him. Like, it's not a lasso. Oh, yeah. It's just like a pocket coil rope. of rope. Uh, yeah, pocket it's, rope. Yeah, ah, it's just a full human body's worth of rope. Just just yeah. all he's wearing. Yeah, heavy and inconvenient. <laughs> I'm just going to um, rope the shit out of him. Sure. Um, and then in terms of... Uh, like the rope era. Devil's Bargain. Um, I This one's a bit of a cheat, but I'll give you an additional light die if you don't care how badly you injure him. No, but basically, I, if if you're pulling he, the if you're pulling the kick, mm -mm, mm -mm. no, Bort um, is not smart. He would assume they have the same level of medical care as a laser ball arena. <laughs> so he'd just be like, yeah, and then they're gonna bring in the anti ambulance and it'll go away, and then the medidocs will fix him. Great. So uh, extra die. <laughs> okay, I got a five on a light die. Is on a light die. Uh, okay. Um, so, uh, yeah, describe how you punch through his chest. Okay, so, uh, oh, oh, you're going, that's, that's a good one. Um, so he, he basically comes in and he's just like, hey, can you hold this rope for me? Uh, and then, you know, they, this other gladiator turns around like peeing on the floor in a line awkwardly and gets hit with rope. And then he leans forward, kicking him, thinking he's going to be able to kick him in just into the shit pile that's in like the latrine. Um, but he slips while he does it because there's pee on the floor with his other robot leg. So he ends up doing like Van Damme splits. Only as he falls forward, it's just the equivalent of like a piece of rebar just punching directly through the guy's chest into the wall. Oh, he's a leaf on the wind. Yeah. yeah. And then he's shit. like, oh, Party foul. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, sorry about that. You know, do you know what? I I might have a talk with your manager later. Uh, we'll say the other team did it. Uh, and then he just like awkwardly takes back his rope and shoves the guy into just the poo. Yeah, his uh, his eyes rolled up into his forehead as soon as it went through. I was gonna have him say something funny, but I think it's instead just like you're having this conversation with just like a limp impaled corpse. Um, Don't worry. People will remember me. <laughs> to, the, to the corpse. Okay, so give yourself a, a disruption for fucking sure. Party foul uh, will kill me. I'm gonna give. Uh, I'm gonna say that's an echo for realsies um, in a in a pretty serious way. Uh, Jesus. Okay. Um, so he goes down uh, as as you you're finishing, just like you know, pulling the legs up and stuffing them down into the shit trough. Um, the, uh, uh, your, your manager, uh, Johnny Hallelujah, uh, enters with your weapons. 
dum-dums and dice would like to welcome you to the grim darkness of the 41st millennium. I am Inquisitor Caveat Ventus, Keeper of the Inquisition's Black Library, and I'm releasing my report on the Valentine Heresy. It's an actual play podcast set in the Genesis adaptation of Warhammer 40,000's Dark Heresy RPG. Join Ryan Laplante as Inquisitor Lucius Valentine, and Laura Elizabeth and Tyler Hewitt as hive-bred siblings Lyric and Alto, as this unlikely trio try to save the Emperor from a cabal of mysterious enemies in a series created by games master Tom McGee. Can these unlikely heroes survive in a galaxy where there is only war? Find out in the first episode of Warhammer 40,000 The Valentine Heresy. Available now. Uh, Johnny, you see um, Bort very clearly disposing of a corpse. Uh, hey, uh, Bort, was that was that guy there when you got here? Yeah. Okay. And I'll give him the, the net and the harpoon. <laughs> <laughs> well, this gladiator stuff is rough, huh? Yeah, it's, uh, watch out, there's piss on the floor. <laughs> Oh no! Ah, sick! You know, like uh, I was tapping into my fear of disease and and sickness, <laughs> so I throw the shit on the ground and I run out of there. Uh, okay, yeah, I like that. Um, uh, Tyler, as you book it out of the room, um, you run uh, smack dab into um, a, a guy who's just kind of walking by, whistling a tune. Um, can you roll a dice uh, for me? Just a, a straight. Um, well, actually, let's maybe let's let's see if you've got anything that would be applicable to this. Um, you are Rockstar Con Man. Oh, okay. So I'll give you one for Con Man. Um, accidentally bumping into someone is always a good opportunity for a Con Man. Uh, who knows what we can pull from this? Um, he doesn't seem to be a gladiator. He's just kind of like um, sort of like a, a a scrawny kind of shirtless, sort of like a DJ Quails type. Um, and, uh, he, he does have a bunch of rope, um, and, uh, seems to be carrying like a bag of meat for some reason. Um, <clears throat> so you bump into him and basically what I want, uh, want from this role is can you either a use this to your advantage or B, can you prevent this from becoming a disruption? So light die for con man, dark die for running full tilt into <laughs> this like scrawny little dude. Um, anything else anyone wants to add to that? Do we want to give them any devil's bargains? What are we feeling? Can I impose a devil's bargain on myself? Yeah, man. I get an extra light die, but this guy is a, uh, new Arizona, like, guard. Oh, he's okay. Not just, he's not just some guy. He's like, he has the capacity to enforce. Sure. Uh, the will of uh, of his masters on us. So suddenly he uh, he grows three inches. Uh, he fills out really nicely, and uh, he's he's wearing a breastplate. Cool. Uh, I'm fine with that. If anyone wants to make an offer as well, I'm I'm open to that as well because I think uh, devil's bargains are are fun. Um. Okay. You get an extra light die, but I don't know. Like. If you fail, I'm just saying, if there's a lot of graffiti up in uh, New New Phoenix, Arizona, and if people hate you enough, and like graffiti of you goes up, I don't know how those images are going to carry through the future. Okay. Interesting. 
or I'll throw out another one. Uh, the guard believes, like, will believe that you kind of, like, is more likely to believe that you belong in the space. However, you don't realize it. He believes you belong as Bort's, like, tag team partner in the arena, and you get shoved <laughs> in as a gladiator. <laughs> that sounds fun, but, like, this is your era to run. Uh, <laughs> I'm the one suggesting it. Clearly, I won't be and, and regardless, yeah, fair enough. And, and in terms of the spotlight, through, I, I? I, only, uh, I only mean that in terms of, like, we want to make sure that that character is 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 getting their yeah. arc, and the thing is, Bort currently is. So if you tag onto this, it's not like you're stealing his spotlight. It just means you're going along on his adventure rather than, say, uh, what Flicka is doing, which is like being a part of it but not an active participant. Yeah, I'm in the stands. I'm eating like like fried squirrel or whatever. Like <laughs> it's great. Sure, I'll, I'll go with Ryan's devil's bargain then, in that I may. I may or for sure will, I don't know, get like thrown into the into the ring. Sure. Um, Kat, uh, I'll say that on your your fried squirrel like box, uh, just all the pictures are head on now. There's no nothing's in profile. It just seems to be prevalent everywhere. This is just what we do now. Uh, so it's and like a KF still not good at it, though. No, no, of course not. Yeah, it's like a KFC. Like it's like the Colonel Sanders picture, but <laughs> just like really crudely drawn. Like the proportions are all wrong. Yeah, it's not, and I'm like, yeah, they're working on it. <laughs> Colonel Flavius's flavor box. <laughs> the 11 secret spices, and they list it. It's all why. dirt. They don't have any spices. Yeah. They're just like, I don't know. Yeah. We don't understand culinary things yet. The salt 12 times. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, salt, different salt, light salt, special salt. salt. A dash of hot dirt. <laughs> and then cardamom. <laughs> Salt, 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 just, salt, at the salt, bottom, salt, just this warning may contain horse. <laughs> <laughs> and then under that, there's a smaller warning that says definitely contains horse. <laughs> but that's like, this is just horse. Yeah, yeah right next to it is a stand selling just like, fried horse. It's the same product in a different <laughs> label. Yeah. Hey, look, guys, horse is actually kind of delicious. Like, don't knock until you try it. <laughs> yeah, I've but eaten this is mercury infused horse, so it's not super great if I remember. Yeah, aqua ducks? I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> But do they in New Phoenix, Arizona? Oh, uh, all right, Tyler, go ahead and roll your dice, bud. <laughs> oh, sweet. Uh, it's a six on a light die. Hey. Um, okay, so uh, you bump into um, the soldier, and um, uh, he just goes, Ah, I, oh, sorry, I didn't realize that... Uh, or sorry, uh, everyone in Rome is British. We've determined from uh, TV and films, like, Oh, I didn't realize uh, that you were one of the uh, the participants in the games. Um but shouldn't you be going with him? Uh, and he points to uh, Bort, who is uh, standing in that like little tunnel that they always show in movies. It's where Anakin and Padme kiss um, on Geonosis. You know the one I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, they're ready to like raise the gate, and Bort's about to go in. It's like what? No, I'm I'm his manager. Like I, I get nervous at this because I'm not I'm not built for violence. So like, no, his, his manager manager and I start smacking the auto translator like manager and it, all the guy hears is like hello I'm his man yes I'm his man his man I'm his man <laughs> well excellent then you 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 should uh, uh, defend your partner in the arena we would hate to see yet another tragic tale of lovers rent apart by a, a lack of, of, of uh, proper uh, support and uh, defense in the arena so off you go no, uh, no, no, wait, wait, I'm his man, his man, what's wrong with this, I'm his man. Yes, no, I, I'm, I wasn't hitting on you, you bumped into me, sir, you bumped into me. <laughs> uh, and then he just pulls the switch, and like the gate crashes down behind you. 
however, I will say you do not cause a disruption um, because he can just continue on his way and, and nothing bad happened. He was a he, he was the tiger tamer, but now he's a, a guard, so it's just an entirely different beast. But it's cool because either way, nothing bad happens, aside from you oh having to enter goodness. the arena. Um, so the other gate opens, and um, you hear the the roar of of, of the crowd. Um, Bort, uh, how do you how do you step into the arena? I think Bort's in full, like, are you not entertained? A little bit dancey, a little bit arms out, like, play to the crowd. He's probably got a rose between his teeth that he found somewhere. Because I think he's not just here to fight. He's there to be loved. That's his whole goal. And um, Johnny Hallelujah, the, the roar of the crowd is enticing. That's what you remember from, like, your, your, your back in the day. Um, but the potential for death is, is kind of horrifying. Um, what are you doing? Uh very carefully i guess trying to basically stay close to bort because he appears to know what he's doing and he uh i don't know that he's already killed a man but i assume he's good at it <laughs> he's an athlete um uh <coughs> so i think i'm also just kind of like over the din of the crowd I'm kind of like ah, yeah nervously waiting but also like yeah cool right on yeah yeah uh bort give me give me the net give me the net bort 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 they really love me. <laughs> Bort is just yelling to himself as he like spins in a circle like a little kid, really excited. Yeah, I bet that I bet too he can't even hear you like over the roar of the crowd and yeah. like Yeah, and he stepped right out. So like you're still in the tunnel and he's he's out there. Yeah. Um, Bort like you're... does a backflip and swirls it around himself like a dancer. Oh, are um, there any other gladiators coming out? There are about to be, yes. Um, so you you hear a, a, a clear voice with, with truly great um, uh, sort of diaphragm support just uh, announcing as loudly as they can, like, <clears throat> Behold, glorious Golden Gary, the family man. He fights for his family and his several children, as you all know. And it, it would seem he has a different partner today. Well, that's fun. And in this corner, our reigning champions. Um, Kat, uh, who are the current reigning champions of the arena in New Phoenix, Arizona? <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Um, they are... They come out on chariots, okay? And it is <laughs> different sets of twins. One is identical, one is fraternal. The other are just best friends that look alike. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, amazing. They are in um now, I mean, I, I, I don't know much about the history of New Phoenix, Arizona. Um it would be very close to Rome. It's, it's really interesting because different. they really took the forward-facing idea kind of too far because those twins have been sewn back to back. So oh, now no. they can like, and like they are in tandem with each other. So they, when they jump off the chariots, they are like cartwheeling with like all their limbs. They are like passing weapons back and forth. They can like see all around them. And it is like deeply disturbing and terrifying because it's like, oh, these, these, these are weapons. So uh, but. Yeah. Kat, to clarify, um, it's two pairs of people sewn back to back, or yeah. all four of them are one like weird multipod. I think there were oh, six way... people, 
and they're sewn together as three duo people. Three duo. Yeah, three duo people. That's what I was thinking, but also that's more horrifying. So I'm not wait, better. It's, it's one conjoined group of six people. No, no, it's three conjoined what? groups of two people. So basically, there's there's three sets of back to back. Okay. Um, so the announcer yells, uh, "Behold, pandemonium!" <laughs> uh, and. Yes. Uh, yeah. Twelve pairs of arms are raised, uh, raised to the skies. Um, the reason they're stitched together is they technically count as one fighter, uh, so it's a dirty way to cheat. Uh, but honestly, Commodus is fucking down for Tandemonium. Um, <laughs> that said, uh, that does mean you're missing uh, one uh, one fighter on your side, um, Laura. Who is the other gladiator that was supposed to fight with Golden Gary? <laughs> it's his son. It's his oldest. <laughs> His um, oldest son found the body. <laughs> his so name is Barry. Here. Barry. Uh, all right, so we've got Golden Gary and Bronze Barry. Um, uh, so as as Tandemonium is like riling up the crowd, um, Bronze Barry just stalks into the arena, and he looks just like a younger, hotter version of you, which is really frustrating. Like a Jake Paul to your Logan Paul. Yeah. Um, warriors like, you know. 16. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you what, aged out at 22? For yeah, like 21, and I aged like, out to retirement. Yeah, and he's like, he's practically like a, a, an old elder of Rome at 16. Um, but he just comes out of one of the tunnels um, with dragging uh, a, a foot. Um, and just at the edge of the tunnel, you see him look down to his dead father, look up at you, drop the foot, and raise his trident and point it at you. Okay, so, uh, turns out we're heavily outnumbered, and the other guys are cheating. But here's the thing about cheating in laser ball. It doesn't matter who cheats first. It matters who cheats best. Uh, and then he jumps into the air, and his legs go straight out, and then start rotating really fast like helicopter blades and his pants fly off. So he's just a floating helicopter man with a harpoon and a net. All right, um, Ryan. Uh, so here's here's the interesting thing about how I'm trying to build this system. Normally, we'd roll several rolls of combat. That ain't how this works. This is going to be one very important roll. And we're going to see what the fuck happens. Is he spinning balls out? Yep. No, no, his balls hold still in the no, middle because no, no, no. his, his oh, genitals are straight down. Balls are right. also <laughs> so the balls are like dangling, but fine. So they move as he hovers. They're, they're getting swept around by that. The legs are above it. So his crotch stays perfectly still. So basically he's like an action figure, like one of the, like the G.I. Joes who have the ball jointed legs. And then they yeah. just have that like weird little sculpted bit to keep the yep. ball jointed legs. So the, the legs are spinning, but the, like the, the Ken doll torso is all in, in place. Yeah, yeah. So he he's he's a helicopter man uh, with Great. balls out. Go go gadget leg <laughs> leg choppers. Okay. Um. So Ryan, I'm gonna have you roll. Um. Uh. So, so we've Tom, got. Here's what I'd like to sell myself on my skills. So I'm an athlete. So I think there's a die there. I'm using my leg piston. So I think there's a die there. Uh. And because I'm dick out, I I would like to throw some romance in there. I still got the rose. <laughs> Rose in, dick out, you know? <laughs> yeah, I'll take it. Yeah, yeah, I'll give you that. I'll grant you. Um, I'm just falling apart. This is... <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
So, so by the way, just by the way, Flicka in the stands is just losing her goddamn mind. <laughs> such, such good television. Um, Flicka, what, uh, what song that of course has survived to the future state, um, but what song would you be underscoring this moment to? Um, you, you can't do it yet, but you just know when you air it, this is the song that will be playing during this battle. Uh oh um uh it's going to be um mm, I don't know why <laughs> I just immediately thought of like the the Christian hymn the like and he will raise himself <laughs> on eagle's wings Amazing. Okay, so we're going for a hard juxtaposition. Why is that the first thing I thought of. Okay. Uh, amazing. So as but it's as... a tech, it's like it's like a hip hop. It's like a cool remix of it. Okay. Amazing. Would anyone like to offer a devil's bargain? <laughs> to my floating robo leg penis fight. No. Uh, Tyler, I would be curious to hear before we roll any dice uh, what Johnny Hallelujah is doing uh, as this dramatic display occurs which honestly it, like this might this is just a standard tactic in laser ball we've just never discussed what laser ball looks like yeah. like they're just like a bunch of fucking beyblades just like banging <laughs> into each other and shit oh and also um, flick is waiting for johnny hallelujah to do something cool so that like the camera can cut to johnny hallelujah and then the song by lordy like hard rock hallelujah could play <laughs> so we're counting on you man Love great it. Um, after, uh, that cool line of, you know, it's not who cheats first, it's who cheats best. Uh, uh, Johnny will say, uh, are you talking to me? G give me the net. <laughs> he tries and he's just like, Bort, Bort, give me the net. <laughs> all right. So Bort, it's all you, buddy. Um, so you've got your dice pool. Uh, you're ready to rock. Before we find out what happens, we cut back uh, to Laura Armstrong uh, trying to parkour her way through the market. Um, Laura, I'm going to need you to roll um, dark die for sure, light die uh, for your parkour skills. It'll give you an additional dark die for your enhanced muscles. Um, yeah. Uh, does anyone want to offer Laura a devil's bargain for rushing through the marketplace? And um, this is like this is doing like the gymnastics like swings on like any crossbars going feet first like through market stands like this is you can use uh, the locals as cover like essentially parkour close to them or use them as human shields between you and Crindy but they will definitely get <laughs> shot like <laughs> people will take hits that are intended for you but it'll mean you've got better cover to not get tagged yourself. I mean. If this footage doesn't get back, then no one will remember me. That's so true. I also, think parkour I'm gonna have footage to... of getting shot isn't particularly on. Uh, I think I'm going to have to use the human shields. Okay. I have an offer also. Yeah. It's coming to me. I really like human shields, though. But something about Crindy uh, being here, it feels like you, I think the devil's bargain is you. You take the light die. But in chasing after you, Crindy gets uh, scouted by like a gladiator manager, uh, and and gets uh, uh, sort of uh, conscripted, let's say. Because you, into... you, 
Well, yeah, because you guys need a third. St- I mean, I guess your third like um, turned against you. But I, so I, I don't know how the new Phoenix uh, rules work of Gladiator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If uh, Laura, if you want to take that one, I've got something for it. If you want to take the other one, that's also fine. But um, um, yeah, I, I kind yeah. of I think I want to take uh, Tyler's offer. Okay. Although so I did go- like the human shields. So maybe I'll do that later anyways. <laughs> go ahead and uh, roll your dice. Okay. Oh, wow. That's a six and a five on dark and light. <laughs> Wild rolling. What's the six? So six, dark. Damn, no, that's like, that's like son. a six and a five and a six and a five. Wild. Oh, I see. We're rolling high today. Okay. So, Laura, take a disruption for sure. <laughs> uh, be aware that you caused an echo. You shoot the best parkour footage of your life. It's spectacular. Uh, Describe to me your three best moves. Not that I want you to describe what those moves are, but what you call them, and then we could infer what they are. Um, The first one will be... um, It's a swing flip heel grab. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, I've done that in Tony Hawk, I think. Yeah. The second is um, it's just called the asshole. Um, and then yeah. the third is um, uh, I think it's just called plank fly. Yeah, yeah, it is. Great. Okay. Uh, it is amazing. You shoot great footage. Chronologically, this all occurs during the murder of Golden Gary. So, Kat, (laughs) to your point, when um, the fight has begun, the leg starts spinning, another gate opens, and the gladiator manager who pressed Crindy into service shoves her out. Um, Laura, the echo is because now someone who would have been in this fight as uh, Golden Gary's uh, partner isn't so they get to live a whole life that they couldn't because they died in the arena so uh. now crindy stumbles in and she looks up and she says cousin why are your nads hanging out <laughs> and then she just talks the shotgun yeah but he doesn't even notice her because he's Billy's yelling laser balls <laughs> uh, as he swings towards the enemy and tom i have a random thing Here's my own devil's bargain to myself because nobody offered one. Uh, I'm imagining I already pick up a disruption for this act because it's you outrageous. Are good goddamn right. You you pick up an echo for this because you just revealed oh, of course. Of technology course. and such. But yes, definitely get a disruption. Sure. So I would like to pitch that I take a second disruption because the crowd sees Gary's body and assumes I'm Gary's ghost attacking in the arena, which will also push us to six and earn Chrono Cops. Sold. Yay! (laughs) I refuse for us to finish this game without summoning fucking Chrono Cops. All right. Let's have it. Okay, I gotta try again because I rolled D10s. (laughs) Get that Vampire the Masquerade shit out of here. All right, I got a five. On light or dark? Uh, five on light. Okay. Uh, so you succeed three with a complication. Um, okay. Uh, Ryan, uh, explain how you helicopter leg kill a bunch of these fools. And then I'll tell you what the complication is. 
So I think uh, he goes for Golden Gary's son first. And I think it's just he's so fast that he doesn't even have to use the harpoon. I think he just like kicks through his torso. It's so fast it's like getting hit with a helicopter blade. Well, he is Bronze Barry. He's from the Bronze Age. It can't match up to steel. Perfect. Truly. So he's out. Then he turns on the other the other groups. And I think um, the first one he goes towards manages to dodge back from his legs. So he tags them with the harpoon. Uh, and then he throws the net over the second one. And like secretly hits like si- strafe side, so he actually tags the one who's not under the net. And I don't know where you're going with this, Tom, but he could uh, either leave the last ones and go, "They're for you, Johnny," <laughs> or uh, he-, he could uh, kill them and then go over to Crindy, expecting congratulations for an excellent battle. Uh, no, le- le- leave them up because uh, I think the complication is you're like, "Here's for you, Johnny." Uh, and you fuck off, and Crindy just, like, steps out into the arena, and she's like, well, we've ruined space and time, so might as well protect family. And she just cocks the shotgun and just starts opening fire on the remaining gladiators, being like, get out of here, cuz! Tell them Crindy died doing what she loved, following the rules, in this case... The rules of family. Uh, and then she just storms into the arena and starts shooting as uh, the remaining gladiators. Just I'm underscoring it with, we are family. <laughs> Amazing. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll grab Johnny and like fireman lift him over my shoulders because then I can fly up and over the arena and out back to the egg. Amazing. Um, uh, Crindy think- died how she always wanted to. Opening fire into a crowd of murderers. Uh, <laughs> or... The net board. I <laughs> <laughs> oh, I left that back there. We don't need that. Um, Flicka, oh. you uh, as soon as you see him start to helicopter out, you just do that like polite time to go <laughs> thing and make it to the door. Um, all of you uh, reconvene at the time egg, um, and um, as uh, you like, um, Laura Armstrong, uh, you've just gotten back. You feel fucking great. Um, I think, oh, yeah. Flicka, you arrive soon thereafter, um, and the helicopter starts coming down. Um, Bort, what do you say to everyone about having achieved your objective? I have never felt so alive. I am a golden god because I killed a golden <laughs> god. I am Bortholomew Samson, and all will bow before me in the future. At which point you get shot in the back uh, by a bunch of um, silver armored uh, uh, folks just like cutting through the crowd with uh, laser rifles up. Um, So Ryan, uh, I'm going to set your status to injured. Um, It mechanically doesn't necessarily change how you roll or anything else. Uh, but narratively, we will keep track of it just in case it does. So, for instance, if you were going to try and do, like, a cartwheel, uh, you got <laughs> shot in the back, so you're kind of fucked up now. Um, yeah, that sounds good. Uh, so you're injured, you fall to the ground, your spitty legs, like, kick up a bunch of dirt. Uh, everyone drags you back inside um, the uh, time egg um, as uh, you hear um, hacking over your um, time travel trackers voices saying, this is the Chronocops. It doesn't grammatically work, but you know what we're at. You have disrupted the timeline in irreparable ways. You must be erased before more paradoxes can occur. Stand down now. Do we know if we get back, like, so are we in the time egg right now? Yes. Can they just, like, vaporize the time egg? 
Uh, the Time Egg is very well protected and very well shielded. Uh, being an Apple-type device, uh, it is not necessarily built in accordance with uh, the Chrono Cops. So basically, here's the thing. You can't, like, hide in the egg, but they can't nuke the egg. So okay. it's it's kind of... Um, uh, if you <clears throat> imagine it like Beskar armor from the TV show The Mandalorian, uh, it's very good at, like, uh, deflecting strikes. It also is completely invisible to the locals, obviously. Um, so it can give you some cover, and basically if you punch the button, they're going to have to chase you. They can't just immediately, like, pop up where you are. Time so okay. essentially now you just have the added complication of the chronocops are chasing you through time. And oh. this is perfect. This is perfect. This this is what makes for a great third act. Oh, and here's the other thing. Crindy also hates cops. Just a second. Uh, and he'll take out the radio and just be like, hey, dickheads, you shot me. Good luck stopping my cousin before she kills the emperor. Uh, just let, let the radio go in hopes it'll throw them off. Uh, <laughs> and with that, you punch the big red button and the time egg falls yet again. Our Echoes of Chaos Adventure features the game's creator and our regular GM, Tom McGee, along with players Ryan LaPlante, Tyler Hewitt, Laura Elizabeth, and Ken Letwin. You can support the game now on Kickstarter or buy it in the future so you can protect your own past with fun. This episode's sound was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra, and One Shot's logo was created by Decapitated Markers. This show's theme music is Gothic Trip with Thunder Horse by Damiano Baldoni, and our ads use the tracks No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R, all available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com, our Twitter and Instagram at dumdumdice, or on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. But most importantly, we've got merchandise at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice, or you could join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks for listening. Smash that subscribe button and show your love to One Shots. DJ One Shots out of here. <laughs> Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christian Manicola, Long Long, The Half-Blind Prophet, James Quayar, Charles Grams, Christopher Little, Sue One, George Dolby, One True Artistry, Orion Birchfield, Lord Abradovic, Noel Lewis, Scott Garland, Anthony Griffin, Chet Awesome Laser, Jordan Neesmith, Benjamin V, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Taryn Hefner, Cade Peters, Richard Cranium, Christian Mendez, Anna Zed, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.